Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the legendary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be here to help you be the best version of you that you can be. I'm glad you're here, so let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of The Johnny King Show. Thank you for being along with me. Thanks for carving out some time to listen. I appreciate you for being someone who's committed to being the best version of themselves and for investing, investing in yourself so that others can be blessed by the person that you are continuously becoming. And that's what it's all about. And this episode today is for me... Uh, near and dear to my heart. And I've referred to it several times uh, in past episodes, but it's one of those things I really want to get clear on because it's so important. It's such a simple idea, um, but it also is a game changer for so many people. And it's, it's a concept that I'm constantly reminding my clients. I'm constantly talking to friends and family about because it's so important to surround yourself with individuals who are of the like of like-mindedness, right? And they and they are also committed to supporting you in being your best version of you so that you can do the same for them and as the saying goes, a rising tide rises all boats, right? So this idea of playing above the line or below the line. And I learned this through personal development course Several courses, um, when you get into doing seminars and yeah, personal growth work, it, it becomes one of those things where like, oh yeah, I've heard this concept. So you may have heard of this, you may not, but either way, I think it's a great reminder um, because again, it's, it's so easy <laughs> oftentimes for us to see when someone is playing the victim in their life, you know, and they've got a story around why it's not, you know, it's not their fault. It's someone else's fault, right? What's so challenging though, is when, when we're doing it, right? It's so hard to see our scotomas or our blind spots. And so it's really, really nice to have those people in your life and on board, in your inner circle, if you will, who will call you out on your BS uh, lovingly, empathetically, but saying, hey, man, you know, with all due respect, I think you're kind of playing the victim, victim card. So let's kind of jump into uh, a little bit more of understanding what above and below the line really means. If you've never heard this concept, um, it's a pretty simple concept, like I said. But let me kind of jump into it just a little bit, and then we'll, we'll riff off of that. To play below the line is where you are you know, living in a, in a world where you probably have a story around uh, not having enough money, not having enough time, not having enough energy, not having enough space, not having enough love, not having enough, just like you're just constantly coming from a place of scarcity. Not enough, not enough, not enough. And as a result of not being not enough, you feel overwhelmed a lot, a lot, a lot. And then you're looking for approval outside of yourself. You're looking for approval from other people and you're looking for uh, ways to kind of rationalize and justify, you know, why life is the way that it is. And a lot of times you will find yourself in conflict to life, 
and to other people. And a lot of a lot of time you're focusing on attempting to regain control in some way. And and whether that be through potentially a vice like food or drink or um you know maybe boxing people out, burning bridges, um, saying, you know what, screw that person. I don't need them in my life anyways, rather than resolving a conflict and having a conversation. You just say, you know what, I don't need them. And so your friend group, your peer group becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, maybe you gossip a lot and you're constantly, (laughs) I remember speaking to to someone and they're like, well, if we were to stop gossiping, we would have nothing to talk about in our household. Like, oh, dear God, like, that's horrible. Uh, that, that, a, that you said that, but that B, that that's actually really true. And a lot of us, if you're living below the line, that's, that's where we live. Um, living, you know, living below the line is, is where you're focusing a lot on just trying to, like I said, control things. But you're also trying to just find security. You're trying to find a, a place where you can be safe, um, and oftentimes you're you're looking for fault and 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 as a result you're blaming other people or circumstance right and you're defensive you're closed minded you're looking you're really really looking to be right as the saying goes like those type of individuals would rather be right than be happy and they're just committed wholeheartedly <laughs> to finding that story to where they can at least be right. Because if they can be right, that something is outside of their control, because I feel like the the world's biggest addiction isn't alcohol, pornography, gambling, drugs. The the world's biggest addiction is problems. Because if if your problem is big enough, if it's so grandiose, if it's so overwhelming that you don't feel like that you can take responsibility for your life because the problem is so big, then that allows you to relinquish any responsibility or control to actually improve life or to improve yourself. So, you know, again, I've heard this a lot over the last decade with, with health coaching people. Oh, you know, uh, like I've said in past you know, past episodes, my mom had this story that her metabolism was broken. I've had other clients who've said, oh, it's just genetics. My family's big boned. Like some of those things actually might be factual, right? In terms of like genetics and that sort of thing. But when it comes down to health, you know, a lot of times genetics plays like a 30% role in your, in your health. And yet 70% of it is lifestyle behavior. You know, it's how you react or respond to stress and, you know, just the patterns we live. So that is where like a really good example of, of kind of painting a picture of how life looks like if you're playing below the line. And if you are giving your power away to being the victim to someone else or something, some type of circumstance or event, then that is living below the line. Now, for instance, you may have been raped in college. Okay, that, that's intense. You may have had uh, an abortion. You may have um, abused someone. You may have, you know, been, been an alcoholic. 
for 10 years, whatever the case might be. However, to, to then assign yourself and your self-worth to those events rather than actually taking responsibility, that's what I mean. That's what I'm referring to as giving your power away to a story versus saying, okay, I may have done these things or these things may have happened to me, but then how can I learn? So to live life above the line, <laughs> it's kind of the antithesis, antithesis, if you will, of everything else I just mentioned, right? So you're open, you're curious, you're committed to learning. You're constantly taking responsibility, right? You're looking at where am I winning or where, where am I able to learn, right? And so you're constantly listening to what, what is going on um, around you. You're listening to maybe what is not being said in between the lines when, when you're talking to people. And so you're, you're listening deeply. You're speaking intentionally. You are um, maybe just unarguably committed to playing life from a place of being the victor where you're just taking responsibility and for me, I remember, you know, in, in various relationships that I've been in, you know, often at one point, my friends were often saying like, dude, you know, like she has, she, you know, she had to play a part in this as well, you know, in the, the crumbling of that relationship. I'm like, yes. However, to put it all on her would be to negate the fact that of my own shortcomings. And so there's a fine line between not uh, blaming yourself and throwing yourself under the bus, but saying like, hey, it takes two to tango when it comes to, to intimate relationships. And if there's, a, if there's a breakdown in a relationship, yes, you know, everyone should take not 50-50. It's not like I'll take my 50% of the responsibility and you take your 50% of the responsibility in an I should say, uh, interdependent relationship, one that's not codependent, but one where you have two interdependent people who come to the table fully whole. They both are bringing 100% of themselves, not like, oh, you complete me. I'm looking for my other half. I'm only 50% worthy. But, and that's how I've been in other relationships back in the day, right? Before I really kind of stepped into my own sense of confidence and, and self-worth. But from, from that place of 100% confidence and wholeness in yourself, can you actually come into relationship and say, you know what, I take full responsibility for my actions. If this didn't fall through or if this didn't uh, come to fruition in terms of what I was you know, aiming for, in maybe a long-term relationship, well, then I can take full responsibility for my actions and my shortcomings, but that does not negate that the other person had a role, right? But if you have been in a relationship where you have a story about how it's all of their fault or it's someone else's fault or you, know, you are giving your power away, then the, the challenge is that you're playing below the line and you will never be in a place of growth you are just going to constantly be in a story of justifications and rationalizations of why something happened and you will never actually up level. And that's a really, really sad place to be if I'm, if I'm being honest. And so you have to dig deep and taking responsibility can be a really scary thing. 
But what you will what you will find is that it's not actually as scary as you think it would be. To just acknowledge your own shortcomings and then to move forward allows you to feel so good. Actually, they're like, okay, you know what? What can I learn here? Right. So rather than putting out a story of blame or guilt, but to ask the questions, like I said, playing above the line is a curiosity to to listen and to speak deeply about uh, maybe some of the beliefs that you've that you've held and to be willing to to step up and to uh, allow those stories to maybe to shift okay and finding that balance between okay these are the facts that happened but this is my story that I've created based off of those facts and you can change that story whenever you want and for me over the last decade of my life I have massively leveled up my my ability to to no longer give away my uh, my sense of self worth or my sense of of control even because um, we all listen we 're all addicted like I said to control um, and yet you will find yourself so much less stressed if you commit yourself to controlling only those things that you can actually control. The, the biggest facade is that we have control over <laughs> so many things. We have control over our jobs or even our, our physical safety, you know? And yet it's funny how like with the coronavirus going on right now, it's kind of turned things so much on its head and things that we took for granted in life are, are no longer a reality, at least at this moment, than they were just two weeks ago. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's, there can be a lot of anxiety and stress felt if you are in a position of constantly attempting to control your, your exterior environment. And I know several people um, that more or less have no friends. They have no friends because to, to have friends who maybe think differently than they do religiously or politically, um, to raise their children differently, is it's so threatening for whatever reason to their way of life that they decide, you know what, I cannot handle having these people who have differing beliefs. Thus, I'm going to shut everyone else out. And they're only going to focus on their, their family nucleus, if you will. And that's, that's, a, that's, a, a, that's a tough place to be, I think. Uh, not only for the, you know, the emotional well-being of yourself and your family, but you know, to not acknowledge that outside in the world there are people with differing opinions and beliefs and values, but you know, that they're all okay, with the exception of those who think that killing others uh, is justified flying planes into buildings, uh, so that they can go off to heaven. Um, you know, (laughs) that I can, I can never probably wrap my head around the idea of, you know, killing other people, uh, or wishing other people harm in an effort to, uh, gain, you know, in some way in this lifetime or the next, that's, that's tough for me to understand. But beyond that, you know, like, other people's beliefs and religious ideas and, and the way that they practice their life, you know what? As long as it's not in, in a danger to, to you, then you know what? 
why is it so wrong then to just love people where they're at? Because ultimately, again, the only thing that you have control over is your own thought, your own consciousness, your own state of mind. And from that place only can you take responsibility responsibility and evolve into uh, a, a person that expresses and emanates greater love, greater love for themselves, greater love for others, greater love for, you know, the planet and all of life. So if there's one thing that you can take from this episode is that, you know, the very first step that you can take is just to start writing down any beliefs, any stories that you have. This is a good, a good uh, exercise. Sit down and if you feel like there's, you know, maybe just write down the, the top three to five things that you are in resistance to. Like, I wish I didn't have this. I wish I didn't have this. I wish this, this wasn't so challenging in my life. I wish this person would have done something different. Like, write down whatever those things are. And then even to journal out whatever your story is about that, you know, and to look at, have I been playing the victim? Have I been victimized? Or how can I switch it into being the victor? How can I take responsibility? Now, these things are in the past, right? These things have probably all happened in the past. And so the idea is how can you potentially reframe what has happened and retell the story so that you take responsibility for what happened for, for yourself, I should say, um, and then to, to learn and to move on. Because, there's, of course, there's going to be horrible things that, that you may have been through. It's, it's awfully hard to get through life without you know, experiencing some tragedy or trauma. It's like we're all human beings if, if you felt the pain of going through some, some horrific things. And the longer that you've been living, the, the greater probability you have of having been in some type of event or circumstance or interaction with someone where you feel that level of pain and trauma but you have to be very, very clear about how you can reframe that story to one of empowerment. So if you have any questions or if this is challenging at all for you, or maybe like you're wrapping your head around it intellectually, but operationally, you still find yourself falling back into stories of victimization, reach out to me. Shoot me a message, an email, uh, DM me on any of the socials, and let's talk about it. Because um, that's what I, it's been such a game changer for me. And so it allows you to, to be put in a place where, again, life happens for you, as I've said in the past, versus life happening to you. And it's a really, really scary place to live your life where you feel like life is happening to you constantly. And all you do is feel like you're putting out fires and reacting to stress. And again, stress and anxiety and depression and all those things often happen because we're focusing our thought on life being different than the way that it actually is. So again, thank you for tuning in with me. Really looking forward to hearing from you. Shoot me a message um, and hope you have an amazing day. And that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, I'd be honored if you'd share it on your favorite social platform. It also really helps to get the word out if you subscribe and leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Something you think we could be doing better? I love constructive feedback as it's always welcome. 
And please feel free to email me at podcast at johnnyking.com with any questions or concerns. I'm also available on Instagram at Johnny King or on Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been awesome. And we'll catch up with you next time. Peace. Peace.